<laughs> if you already know Drake or you already been on Drake's TikTok or his lives or his Sunday Zooms, which will be once a month now. <laughs> Did you know? Now you know. <laughs> you know whose voice this is. It's Shan from She Gets It Pod. So while you're listening to Everything Culture with an A, not an I, check out She Gets It pod all right i know i'm the one with the little boo me on there that's me all right new season new season 22 giving y'all encouragement motivation and a real insight in the things that i think about on a daily but i'm saying them out loud to y'all so check me out on she gets a pod on your favorite podcast app and also find me and the rest of my podcast on shambypodden.com. Now, I hope you're enjoying this show with everything culture. Hey, Drake. I'll let you have your mic back now. Bye. Joy is not having to stress. It's like everything falling into place and you don't you don't really have to stress about nothing. Like, like everything you wanted to happen actually happening and stuff. And it's just... And also, Joy can be also getting your flowers too because... Also, at the Afros and Audios, they gave me an award for going over 200 episodes, which I wasn't expecting. But I was like, wow, like to get recognized in front of all my peers, the people that look like me that are out here podcasting and stuff, out here creating content, that brought real joy. I'm like, you know what? That's some real damn joy. And then also walking up to people and they already know who you are. They say, hey, I'll check out your podcast. I already know who you are. I'm like, damn, that's amazing. The joy of children laughing around These are makings of you It is true The makings of you Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good people. I am your host. Drake, V Drake with Everything Culture. And we're back with another Makings of You. And we're back with my guy, V Jones. But, but what do you want to go by today? Uh, we go by Vic. Um, we go by Victor from Look Talk, I guess. Okay, we got Victor from Look Talk, you know, the one and only previous guest on the show was on actually season, the season finale of season three um when we were talking about holidays you know a lot of y'all asked about them you know and things of that nature i don't know if i'd be telling them my family i was asking about you man but we here oh, i appreciate that man i appreciate that man hey it's love over here but we get about to get into the makings of victor so vic how you doing today man I'm doing good, man. I'm I'm refreshed, you know. I'm happy I got done with my podcast and for Look and Talk for 2022. Next episode is going to take place in 2023, so. Ain't that a good feeling? Ain't that a good feeling? Yes, that is. That's a really good feeling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we appreciate your work doing in this podcast realm, especially being a black podcaster. You've been consistent, and that's one thing we value. You support others. You support us. So we really appreciate you taking the time and sharing yourself with us today so let's get into the first question all right Vic, how would you describe or define yourself i would describe myself as showtime as mr showtime because i might be mellow but when it's showtime when the lights are on i turn it up another notch and i take it to another notch um i know you probably done seen me like 
whenever I do liquor talk, I always take it to another mm-hmm. notch. But also in person, like when my one of my boys have me hosting, um, working his events, like interviewing guests and stuff, and also. I got the chance, the opportunity to really take it to another notch early this year when um I was at the Afros and Audios Festival and I hosted a um breakout session. So I might be mellow off the mic, but when it's showtime, I know how to turn it on. So Okay, okay, you know how to make it happen. We appreciate that. Okay. So how would you well actually not define what cultures do you represent? Um, I definitely represent the African-American culture and pretty soon I'm going to learn to tap into the Brazilian culture as well because I did find out thanks to that little 23 test, and also my sister confirming this that we got a little bit of Brazilian in us from our dad's side and she once said our father kept a Brazilian flag in, in his house so I'm going to definitely tap into that culture but I definitely very into the African-American um, culture, the dialect, you know. Okay. Okay. How would you do, describe the African American culture if you could? Um, we know we run this thing. We're like the captains of our culture. I think we're like the sleep cultures. Like, but people want to be us, but they don't want to be a. You know what I'm saying? People want to be us when it's time for our culture, when it's everything. But when it's time to be us, nobody wants to be us. So, and we don't. We're that. We're the trendsetters. We setting all the trends. Mm, I would. I would agree with that. Okay, okay. Where are you from? Uh, originally from St. Petersburg, Florida, which is um right outside of Tampa. That's where the Rays play the, the baseball team for people that don't know where St. Petersburg is. Okay, okay. St. Petersburg, Florida. That's South Florida, I'm assuming, or North Florida? Uh, that's Central Florida. That's Central. like West Central Florida, like right by between Tampa and Orlando, that area. Okay, okay. I know. When you say Orlando, I know exactly where that's at. Okay. Do you mind sharing your age with us? Uh, I just turned 32. Um, shout out to you because you were on the first birthday episode, which was last year. So one time and um, one time for Shan as well. Uh, she was on the birthday episode this year. I did see that. You know, shout out to Shan from She Gets It Pod and Shan from Cozy Womb. We ain't about to go over all them podcasts you on, Shan. It's about Vic today. <laughs> but happy belated birthday, brother. So, thank you. Thank you, man. So that was... So hold on, hold on. So that makes you a... Oh my gosh, it's the one that caused all the problems. Oh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, start with the S. What the sad? Are you a Sagittarius? Yes, that made me a Sag. Okay, okay. What's good? Happy birthday, mate. Happy birthday. <laughs> so, how would you define your childhood and upbringing? Um, my childhood and upbringing. I think my mother was kind of like Drake the rapper. She was always protecting me and always protecting me from the world and stuff. So it's like, I really didn't get a chance to experience what life is like and also being a man until I got away from her. And that's kind of what happens when you have a, a single mother, you know, you can't really fault her for that. But I do, you know, it's like, I've, when, once I've got older, I kind of I kind of understand what she has to go through because this, this adulthood is a struggle. So, and I can imagine how it'd be like, if I had a little mini me and I didn't have the support of the other parents. So, mm. so I had a lot of things I had to learn as an adult. Like once I got to college and once uh, about becoming a man, once I got to college and once I got away from mom, she did the best she could, but you know, she's around here trying to make things happen, but she doesn't really have a full grasp of what it is 
to be a man in this world. Mm. Mm, that's deep right there. Man. Yeah. It sounds like, you know, just just me. It sounds like she just gave you love. When you say when you, it's just like and she loved you the best way she could. Yeah, she loved me the best way she could. And also she gave me discipline in some of the wrong areas. Like she mm. she gave a damn too much about school. And it's like today it's like as an adult, you barely use that education. Ooh, ooh. We're gonna come back to that. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna talk about that on this episode but we're gonna coin that right there right there but we love it we love it so how would you define your um mother when you was coming up to how was her parenting or her style like what was her role in the household she was everything she was she had to play both roles because my dad went around it's just there was a significant age difference between my dad and my mom my dad was 32 when I was born and my mom was only 20 and he was always so abusive and my mom just said enough's enough and she got away from him because he was like very abusive and he also took advantage of the fact that my grandfather, he was around, but my grandfather is one of the men where he will kill you about his daughters and he don't, and my mom didn't want that to happen to him and he kind of played into that and I'm like... And he just, any little thing, he's just being a sorry man. But, and I can under, like, growing up now, you're like seeing these things. I'm like, now I can kind of understand why you got away from my dad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely understand. Absolutely understand. And, but we appreciate what she's done and her experience too. Um, but, you know, we, right now we're doing the makings of it with everything culture. So, do you have um, any siblings? Uh, you for my mom, one. yeah, for my mom, no, for my dad, I got like four sisters. Mm. Um, one of them I love to death, she's everything. I met her like I met her when I was like what 26 because mm. our parents, her mom and my, my mom, have something in common, they just didn't want to deal with my dad, and neither one of them decided it kind of kept us separated. And mm. then I got two of them where then the other two, um, I just don't really get along with because. Their mom got kind of got into my mom, and it kind of rubbed off on their daughters. And I'm just like, y'all, y'all fighting about the wrong things. And then there's one that I think's a, maybe a year older than me, but uh, we don't know yet. We don't we don't know for sure if it's her, if it's his or not. So we know how that go over here with everything culture. We understand. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you know that whole pop of the Rolling Stone situation, you know. But hey. Yeah. Did you have any pets growing up? Um, I I had one dog. Um, I had a um, pet Wattweiler back when I was in St. Louis that my aunt had named Diamond. Rest in peace. My grandmother and my um my grandmother had all the dogs, and a couple of my older aunts had the dogs as well. So, but me and my mom, we just didn't have any pets because it's just we were always living in apartments, little small apartments that were barely big enough for us. So, what we gonna do with the dog? I feel that. I understand. I understand. You know, some people be having them great things and huskies in apartments, and I'd be like, how? But that ain't none of my business. That's <laughs> on them. Okay, okay. And you shared a little bit about how your mother was strict on education, but how would you describe your education in your, you know, your lifetime? Your experience um, education? The, the, life, the education, it was good, but you got more education outside of the books and stuff. Like education did get real once you go to college. Like once you go to a, especially if you go to a HBCU, um, you gonna get that real education. You know what I'm saying? So, 
Okay, okay, okay. I gotta ask that. Tell us what does that real education look like? You know, because um, I'm I'm curious here. You know, I gotta elaborate on this one because I went to a PWI for college, but I went to a predominantly black school in high school though. So mm -hmm. I would say I had a little bit of a trade off. Oh, it's like for that, for example, you required to take African American studies. Um, everybody's still required to take African American history. And then also you learn about black psychology and there's a lot of black professors who will teach you more outside of the subject. Like say it's literature, they're, they're focusing on from the African standpoint. They're not really going into, you know, the, um, the, the white standpoint. They're always teaching things from the black standpoint. No, hey, I, I really appreciate you elaborating, elaborating for us right there. Um, value that, you know, I, and I'm glad when I went to my PWI, shout out to U of H, um, I did take African American studies, and that's why I felt like I learned so much. That was like a another kickstart on the world for me. So, mm. once again, thank you for sharing. Thank you for sharing. So, where do you consider home? Um, last I consider home St. Petersburg was because like um a little part i left out is the fact that we moved a lot and i lived in many different places i lived in atlanta i lived in north carolina uh we lived in we lived in texas for a little while back when i was a very baby it's just my mom my mom liked to move around a lot so but i considered st petersburg home because that's where i was born and then like my senior like my junior of high school I put my foot down to my mom like, look, mom, we staying here because my family was here and I really got the experience growing up and being a 17 year old. And at the time I had a job working at the movie. So that's when she was really like, OK, fine, we can stay here. And then naturally she went back to Atlanta for a couple of months, but then realized she wanted to be a part of my senior year. So that's why she finally came back down to Florida. All right. All right. So I was going to ask about that. You know, what was your first job? Yeah, working at the movies, um, which is why I don't eat butter popcorns today because, yeah. Imagine you have to be in the concession stand and it's packed full of people. And then you got the people who you look at them like they're crazy. Like they will order the large popcorn. They want you to drown it in butter. And then they got the nerve to, to ask you for a Diet Coke. Yeah, yeah, true, true. I see that. <laughs> like, I see that. I, I was just gonna comment something about you know, I ain't gonna worry about that. I'm just not a fan of Diet Coke. I was like, what's the point? It got all that sugar in it, but I ain't trying to knock anybody's happiness or they they uh, choice of diet. I eat crazy stuff myself. I was I was hoping you didn't say nothing crazy about the butter. I hope they wouldn't do nothing to it or something. It was like, wow. oh no, they they weren't doing nothing to the butter. It's just okay. you know, it's being around it all the time and then also working in the movies like you would get free popcorn and free drinks so mm. sometimes if if i didn't have it like if i was hungry and i didn't have it i would just get a little get some popcorn to eat on while i'm on my break been a little burnt out on it that's, that's what I mean. yeah okay, no i absolutely understand so what was what, what was the what was the pay then what was you can you remember what was the how much you getting paid at that time i think it was like 680 an hour and then they didn't even give you a raise. They give you maybe a 20 or 30 cent raise once you got your high school diploma. <laughs> we'll talk about that in the future, too. But I, <laughs> it's wild. So uh, what was your first sense of responsibility other than working? Unless that was the first sense of responsibility that you had. 
Um, my my first sense of responsibility was like uh, making sure the kitchen was clean because my mom would always get on me about the chores. About and you know when they say clean to wash the dishes, they mean do everything in the kitchen, wipe down the counters, sweep up, mop the floor, all them chores and stuff. And then also some Saturday mornings you had to clean the bathroom and stuff, so I had to make sure everything was clean. And they always wanted, whenever they were having guests coming over, they always wanted to have everything clean, like make sure your room was clean. I'm like, no guests ain't gonna be coming in my room, but <laughs> I don't know. Man, <laughs> hey, this is, she's just preparing you for married life. That's it. That's it. You know, <laughs> that's just it. You know, hey, once again, shout out to Bob's again. Oh man, so how were you disciplined growing up? Oh my goodness, man. Look, it's like I got in trouble if the teacher called home. It's like I was almost scared to get into fights in school because I was so scared of what my mom might do to me. And it's mm-hmm. just and now in my older years, I kind of told her she she admitted she was wrong for that. She should have like allowed me to defend myself. Like if I say kids were tease me and bully me I couldn't really defend myself because I was so scared to get suspended from school because nine times out of ten I'm getting punished I'm getting everything getting the book thrown at me you know yeah absolutely understand you know mm-hmm. ugh. Ugh, that's, oh, that, so you, you're bringing up so many different topics for the future but we'll get back to it <laughs> so what were and what are your beliefs um my beliefs i'm a free spirit right now i do pray i do meditate but i'm not about to every blue moonish i'll go sit in church but i'm not about to force um religion down our children's throat because this is another topic we might get to it's like a lot of kids they were like forced down religion like they were trying to understand these books of the bible understand the same book and stuff and i'm looking at but then you growing up you're like what has the church done for the black community like and why aren't you putting the same emphasis on teaching us financial literacy like teach us the things you don't know about financial literacy like because there are kids in other cultures i'm pretty sure they come out well off when they by 18 they they got everything well endowed they got the trust fund they got the stocks they know about the credit cards it's just a lot of financial literacy i had to learn when i got to college and i look back and i'm like mommy if all those years you had us going to church and forcing church obligations on us, we should have been trying to take some of those church obligations and teach them in other ways and other aspects of life that would really help us as adults. Mm, mm, mm. Wow. Thank you for sharing, man. Thank you for sharing. So no who, who has been the biggest influence in your life? Um, I would have to say, um, I'd have to say one of my uncles who... My aunt's husband, who my mom kind of wasn't on the best terms with, just because he was like a father figure to me. And he was like, he really got on me about um, being a man and he instilled that confidence in me and stuff. So I'd have to give him his props for that. Mm, Shout out, shout out to him. Appreciate him, appreciate him. So if you could recommend a book, a movie, and a television series, what would you recommend? Um, the book, um, the book I, I'd recommend is The Art of Not Giving a Fuck. Um, I gotta remember that who wrote that book, but it's called, literally called The Art of Not Giving a Fuck. I think you're the second person to recommend it, actually. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, obviously, obviously we own something if that's, that's the book you need to recommend, you know. Um, the movie, I would, 
I would have to go with American Gangster because it teaches you how to be a leader and how to hold your family members accountable and stuff. So I'll, those two things I would recommend. And you said the TV series, right? The television series, yeah. Um, for the television series, I'd have to go with Atlanta. Um, even though it just ended, I would I'll go with Atlanta because you know it does teach you a little bit about the culture and stuff and how to how to move in the culture, you know. Well, yeah, loves a lot. Loved Atlanta, loved American Gangster. I haven't read the read the book yet, but man, I said those are some great recommendations to share with folks. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, if you had a magic phone, okay, and you can call anybody you want to call, you had an option to call three people though. And oh, when I say anybody, I mean from people that's here, people you've met, people you've never met, people that have mm-hmm. passed along, people that maybe even be fictional. Who are the three people that you'll call? Uh, the first call will go to my grandfather because it's like I know that he would before he passed away. Um, I was a baby when he was around, but um, during my teen, right at the start of my teenagers, he passed away from cancer. So uh, the call, first call would definitely be to my grandfather. The second call would have to go to um, Steve Harvard to see how he managed the workload and how did he come up and stuff because um, you know he has the stage presence and he. I'm like, how in the world are you doing all this stuff? So he'll be the third person I would want to learn from. And the last person I would want to learn from, hmm, I would, let's see, maybe I would, I would call, I don't know, I'd call a woman crush. Um, I would have to call Beyonce or everybody's woman crush and be like, how do you win these women nowadays? Mm. <laughs> mm. So we got your grandfather. Yeah. This, this your maternal grandfather? Yeah, it's my um, my grand my mom's dad. Okay, Steve Harvey. Yeah, and uh, Mrs. Beyonce Carter. Carter. Okay. Yes. Okay. 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 We rocking with you. We rocking with you, man. What has been an impactful moment in your life? Um, an impactful moment in my life mm-hmm. had to be when I started the podcast. Had to be when I started Looker Talk. It, that because that was. And I would say about episode, I would say about episode ninety, somewhere in the seventies or eighties, like when I just when I figured out how to connect with people in different states, like on different streaming gaps and stuff. This was right before the pandemic started, and that moment changed everything because I was so reliant on people that I met in the city. So now I realized I could do this by myself, and I don't need nobody. So that would. That would definitely be the most impactful thing because it's like for a while I was always counting on my coast to show up and to get shows done. Mm. But then now I realize I could do this myself, but I just need to count on people. And I realize I'm connected with other podcasters and that's what just opened up the boom of episodes. Wow. Wow. That's beautiful, man. Keep it pushing. Keep it pushing. That's yeah. Out of all the podcasters that I actually interviewed, the first one to say starting your podcast. So that's that's motivation right there, man. So, mm-hmm. what is your theme song? Um, my theme song, I'm gonna have to go with Hustling by Rick Ross because it's like every day you're hustling out here. You just gotta, every day you're hustling. And it's a coincidence he's from Florida too. So, okay. It's, it's, <laughs> I see what you're doing. I see what you're doing, man. Okay. How would you define joy? Um, joy is not having to stress it's like everything falling into place and you don't you don't really have to stress about nothing like 
like everything you wanted to happen actually happening and stuff and it's just and also joy can be also getting your flowers too because also at the afros and audios they gave me an award for going over 200 episodes which i wasn't expecting but i was like wow like to get recognized in front of all my peers the people that look like me that are out here podcasting and stuff out here creating content that brought real joy i'm like you know what that's some real damn joy and then also walking up to people and they already know who you are they say hey i'll check out your podcast because i already know who you are i'm like damn that's amazing the recognition is amazing it's amazing all right what privileges do you benefit from um i would say being black because we have the culture like we're influential and also people are gonna go hard for us mm, mm, mm. thank you thank you thank you in what areas in your life do you need to heal? Um, the areas in my life I need to heal is probably from childhood traumas and stuff like, and I and also I had to heal from going back to my mom. My mom not really teaching me about everything about women, you know, because I'm like, mom, there's so much stuff you spent years teaching me and molding me to these women that women don't want the man that's just gonna stand up and do right by them they just want the top it feels like they want the toxic man and, and it's just and also i really don't say that on social media because you'll get ridiculed for it so and i will say um he also do have still got healed from some previous exes as well from what they did to me it's just i've healed from it but you know the fact that it keeps happening and happening that's the part where you know, you got to heal from, you got to tell people, you tell yourself that every time that this is somebody new, that it ain't, it ain't the past. Uh, absolutely, absolutely. And, you know, we support, you know, therapy, counseling, support, you know, Jesus, and, you know, a little bit of things that may start with an E, but always take care of yourself, brother. It's one thing yes. that we know, black man to another black man, you got to put yourself first occasion. Well, you got to put yourself first. You got to put that oxygen mask on when it drops down so mm -hmm. you can care for yourself, you can care for others. So always be mindful of that. Um, yes. And take time to take care take care of yourself. Man. Make time for it. Make time for it. I don't want to hear that. I don't have the time. Make time. Okay, but thank you for joining us for your making to you, by the way. How you feeling? <laughs> How you feeling? I'm feeling good, man. I feel great, man. So I'm happy to be on, helping you out, you know. I'm feeling like I'm ending my, my podcast year with a bang because... I have no other scheduled podcast to be on, you know, after this one. Oh, hey, well, I'm, I, this is an absolute honor. And once again, man, thank you. Um, when did you realize you were different? I realized, I started to realize I was different. Again, going, I have to go back to the podcast, even before the podcast, like, even when I was doing Snapchat videos, I started to realize I'm different. I'm, I'm different at this shit. I'm like... I'm, I'm recording these videos of myself and people are actually tuning in and I realized I'm not scared to give my opinion. I'm not scared to speak my mind. It's just sometimes I'll be reserved because I'm not I'm not here for the backlash. I only I ain't got time to stress myself over the backlash, you know. So but I I started to realize I was different when I started um, recording myself speaking and stuff and also seeing myself at different events. I'm like, yeah, I'm definitely different. Okay. Thank you, thank you. Who represents your community of support? Um, I would say other podcasters. That's who um, represent my community of support. Like anytime something ain't going right, like the men, like two of the men, like um, Del P and Juggy, um, those two like been like my main hitters for support. And I met them through podcasts.
one of them I keep in touch with, and another one we fell out. So it's like I do look to uh, people in podcasting for the support, you know. So I'll lean on them if I do need support. And outside of podcasting, it's definitely my sister, my mom, you know, whenever they're around. Love that, love that. Gotta have that support systems. Absolutely valuable. Okay. Um, touching on our next question is in your culture, what are some traditions that you all hold when it comes down when someone pass passing? When death. Um, I would say the tradition um I don't I don't think we have too many traditions because we all just don't see each other nowadays. I I think our generation we don't really tap into traditions like we we do come together for holidays and stuff and for everybody cooks on the holidays so i think that's probably the only tradition i can think of off the top of my head well when someone passes what do you do then um usually it's a funeral usually we go to the funeral then there's the repast um I, I really don't do funerals, but I'll go to them. Yes, like I hate to go to them, but I've 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 been blessed. I've been to a funeral since like I want to say 2016. Um, and what's bad is the last funeral I went to it was 2016 on my 26th birthday. Mm. Actually, my 25th. Actually, I take that back. It was a year 2015 on my 25th birthday. I was like, damn, it mm. sucks to be at a funeral on your birthday. Absolutely, absolutely. And I just want to be mindful, those are traditions. The funeral, the repast, those are things that, you know, y'all expect to do when an event happens in your family or in your community. So we value those. We value you sharing that with us, by the way. So what are you responsible for? Um, I'm responsible for being the best person I could be in everything I do, like whether it's the podcast, whether it's the job, or whether it's just everyday life, trying to be the best person I can be and take care of, and also taking care of myself and take, helping take care of my people as well. Mm, mm, mm. Love it, love it. Okay. We got a few more. We, about, we got maybe we got a few more. You rocking and rolling. That's why I'm checking on it. Once again, y'all, um, y'all to listen to everything culture and the makings of Vic. Y'all make sure to tap in, tune in. You find them with Liquor Talk Podcast. We'll make sure to list it a few more times on. But want to say thank y'all for tuning in and back to it. So your biopic is coming up. Mm-hmm. Who would you have direct your biopic and who would you have play you? Oh, I would probably the director. I I think the um, John Singleton he passed away, but I would mm. if he was still alive, he I would have him direct um, directing the film, and, and I would have to go with Ice Cube's son to play me. Oh, uh, O'Shea Junior. Okay, yeah, O'Shea uh, Junior. All right, we rocking with it. We rocking with it. What network would it be on? Would it go? Would it be in the movie theater? Would it go straight to the go into the theater, or would it be like on a streaming service, or would it go to like another network that we have? Uh, I would like for it to go to a black-owned network. Um, mm-hmm. uh, I would like for it to start off on the black-owned network and then go over to like uh, uh, Amazon Prime because you know everybody got Amazon Prime. Not everybody got Netflix because Netflix keeps skyrocketing and stuff, but everybody got Amazon Prime. Boy, black on network though. You got to be more specific. Ooh, that's a good one. I don't know. I'd have to. I would have to give it to the Oprah's network since you oh, know. Okay. okay. The own because you know everybody be watching Oprah's network. 
Okay, okay. On the own. John Singleton, O'Shea Jr. On the own network. I, I, you know, I, I may have to get somebody. I may watch that at my auntie's house because, you know, she be on the other like, Okay, what? You know, one of the moments you walk in, what y'all watching in here? Let me, you know, you sit down. See what's going on. Is everybody's aunts like that? It's like everybody's aunts, whenever you go to their house, they got some random ass movie on where you're like, Let me man, see I'm telling you, I hate Lifetime so much, boy. Like, oh, yes. <laughs> I'm like, cause my aunties, like, she had a number of daughters, and when they all my other aunts come together, they watch it Lifetime or some story, Days of Our Lives, something like that. But hey, I just usually walk out the room. But if they got something good, something may catch my eye, just spend a little time with them. I may sit down and entertain it. But that's me. That's me though. But and we ain't about me. We about you today, baby. We back to you. So let's get to it. <laughs> so if you could have any job in the world, any career. But you had to work this one career. You have to work it, but you get paid a limited amount of money. You know, money didn't matter. You you had a a substantial amount of money, but you had to work one job. What would it be? It would definitely be hosting events because you know event hosts they get paid to have the monologue and stuff. And I won't even need the monologue. I could just be real and stuff. And I ain't gonna have nobody coming up and slap me either. You know. <laughs> <laughs> You gotta stop bringing up old stuff. Why? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I know you saw it, man. <laughs> I just hope they peace, man. I, I just—that's uh, a different conversation, you know. We—I I don't like it when the family fuse in front of other folks. You know, that's my thing. You know that that, but that <laughs> right. that that was a conversation. Did that happen this year? Or was that last year? No, it was this year. Dang. Because yes. like. The discussion that you had on your show yesterday, like when you messaged uh, Shan and myself, we've been talking about doing the in, uh, um, a year in talk about all the because, you know, I don't really talk about the hot topics in um, society or in culture. I usually like, you know, talk about people and talk about, you know, the underlying things. But we was going to do one where we would bring other people on and we could talk about what had been happening throughout the year 2022. But mm-hmm. that right there. Oh, my gosh. Still. I mean, everybody was talking about. It. I'm like, my goodness! I and what's funny is I wasn't even watching it. I think I was at work, and then I and I kept seeing it pop up on my phone. I'm like, and then I finally had a minute to sit down. I'm 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 taking a look. I'm like, oh shit! I was up to eat with my wife, and at first I like that's fake. That ain't real. And after that, like we were talking, I said, nah, that angle that was real. That that was a real smack right there. But yes, that was definitely a real smack. The smack of 2022. Okay, okay. Let's get off all that. Let's get off of bad guy. Back to my guy Vic right here. So Vic, this is a either or. All right. So, okay. oh, better. This is a would you rather. All right. So, would you rather go back in time and talk to your younger self, or would you rather for your future self come and talk to you now? I would. I would go back and tell me and talk to my younger self because I would definitely tell my younger self take advantage of being at FAMU. You know what I'm saying? Take advantage of being at FAMU and enjoy the time there because it's like, you, sometimes you when, you get, when you were young, you're looking back, you're like, you felt like you kind of rushed things just to get done. No, take your time to enjoy being in college because ain't nothing, ain't nothing for you outside of podcasts. Ain't nothing really for you just except bills and work. Mm, mm, mm. Feel that, feel that. Do you think younger self would listen to you? Younger self better. I might have to give younger self five of these. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) 
So how do you relax? Um, I, sometimes I just relax by just sometimes playing. Um, when I have a game system, I'll be, be on my game system or just sitting there watching um crazy things on YouTube. And also, I put my phone on Do Not Disturb because I'm just not like, look, I love y'all, but I need some need some time, you know. Okay, okay, okay. What is a quote that you live by? Uh, I have a quote. Um, this show, I think was I forget the name of the show, but the, the guy's uncle said, "Always forward." Um, and that's the quote I go by. I go by that one, and also keep. Um, I have to go by the Carolina Panthers, even though I don't like that team. Like they have the thing called keep pounding, and I was just sometimes just tell myself, no matter what, keep pounding. Already, already, I love them. I love them. All right, so I, I'm gonna try to adjust this question. If you had one thing, one meal that you could eat forever, anytime you want it, you can get it. What would that meal be, and who would prepare it for you? Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> um, I would have to go. I have to go with the Tampa Special, the ten wings and fries. Um. Because you know, you know, Tom, you had that song "Twerk Something for the Ten Wings and Fries," and I. <laughs> it was new to me. I'm like, you got to teach us. I'm sitting back, like, continue. Um, I would have to go with. I'd have to go with the Ten Wings and Fries, and I would have to get them. And I would actually, ha- I'd either I'd make them myself, or I'd have my grandmother make it because my grandmother she can make anything. So. Mm. Love it, love it, love it. Okay, okay. What is an essential part of your daily routine? Um, my essential part of my daily routine is promoting my podcast on social media platforms. <sighs> That's work right there. You got that yes, gotta be part of that it is part it should be part of mine more. You let me put it to tell you that. Yeah. But I think what I'm gonna have to do is I'm gonna have to get better with like pushing other people as well because that uh, way they can push me in return. So yeah. Oh, we we gonna talk after this. We got something. I got something lined up. Trust me. Trust me. I got something lined up before I hire somebody. Um. So, <laughs> what is your favorite holiday? Uh, my I would say my favorite holiday is New Year's because even though even though cliche says New Year, New Me, reality, your birthday should be your New Year. It should be your new year because that should be when the new year new you kick off but just see everybody's joy and everybody's excitement and plus watching people be drunk on cnn was just so funny even though they ain't gonna do that this year but you know yeah uh, yeah they got a little too turnt last year I heard. yeah you know? they got so turnt cnn said nope y'all ain't getting turned this year Hey, man, people get out of pocket. You gotta, you gotta have those. You gotta have boundaries. You gotta have boundaries. You do. I understand. Oh man, and something that's unique about the new year that I'm trying to share with a lot of people this year because you know I celebrate Juneteenth. That's part of my culture, and that's yes. been, been part of my culture since I was a baby and before me. But understand, Emancipation Proclamation went into effect January first, so that's really the Freedom Day where that's why they have Night Watch in the black churches that that is really to commemorate the freedom of um black people american descendants of slavery slaves wow so, so is that why our parents had us sitting in church on new year's yes because wow. that's what that, 
and of like unfortunately and fortunately that was the safest place for us that's how we literally came together to protect one another as well mm, wow i never i never knew that it's like i'm i'll admit i will confess some that i think i had one really bad year which was like 2014 i had one of the worst years ever and i and i said to myself okay we not about to do this sitting in church on new year's i'll just stay home and chill or go hang out with my people for new year's yeah yeah but that was the original reason behind it so shout out to my guy brandon jakes for dropping that knowledge for me so i can share with y'all as well so we greatly appreciate that man so how would you want we got the way we got the last three questions right here you've been knocking out well last four last four you've been knocking them out you've been rolling man and we're thankful for you but we want to make sure you know you get you get your time to shine consistently you feel me so how would you want people to remember you i would want people to remember me by by as someone they could count on as someone that they could count on to show up and show out and they could also be all around person that they were fun to be around Mm, love it love it love it what changes are you bringing to the culture or changes Um, you see in your culture as well the changes I can see in my culture is forcing people to um, be reliable and forcing people to get back onto their platforms and stuff because I know I talked to a couple of guys that were on the um, men's home run. They, I'm seeing them starting to branch off and starting to finally start tapping in back into their own thing and stuff. And they've, they've been watching me be consistent. So now they're like, um, now they want to go ahead and tap in and go ahead and get back to their podcast. So. And also, another thing I will say is I've been inspiring people to start podcasts as well because I've had a few people tell me, hey, um, I was definitely inspired by you. And I've had some people saying, hey, I want to learn from you. So, Love it, love it, love it. I'm right there with you, man. I'm right there with you. I'm meeting with some folks this week about helping them start their own thing. Perfect, mm-hmm. What are you doing differently than your parents? Um... Well, for one, I'm not having kids uh, until I meet somebody. Um, other than that, I'm just I'm just being more patient with life. I'm um I'm definitely being more patient. I'm definitely taking time out to enjoy things, you know. So, and I'm definitely not being in relationships with people who aren't making me happy, you know. Because mm. obviously, my mom and my dad, neither one of them are together today, but neither one could keep somebody keep people around. So. Mm. Mm. Listen to that. I'm hearing that, hearing that. And lastly, how can we support you? How can not only myself, but the everything culture community support you? Um, well, like I say, I know you done made the guest appearance, so like whenever you want to drop in on the man talk, you let me know. Um, but people can definitely support by helping me get opportunities like with sponsorships and also good voice acting opportunities as well, because that's something I want to dive into in 2023 because I'm getting tired of corporate America, you know, and if I could just get paid for using my voice, I would definitely do that rather than report to corporate America because corporate America, no jobs there. They can they can get rid of you easily um, in the blink of an eye. But when you want to leave them, they need a two weeks notice. And in them two weeks, sometimes they might fire you, fire you then. Mm. That's a discussion to have in the future as well. But big, you done it. You did it. You completed your makings with you with every culture. Congratulations, man. So hey, I appreciate you giving me the opportunity. 
Oh, man, my pleasure. Once again, I've been trying to do this for the past year now. I can't believe this year has flown by like this. It's yes, just, it has. 2022 has, and I knew it at the beginning of 2022. It's like, it's going to fly by. So, But I, it's it's been a lot of good for this year, in my opinion. And there's a lot more coming up 2023. I'm already preparing on it. Once again, once again, keep on pounding. What's North Carolina? What yes. The Carolina Panthers say, oh, man, but... Before we get into our conversation afterwards, so if the people are looking for you and you're trying to be found, how can the people find you? Um, they can find me on Instagram at Real V Jones or Liquor Talk Podcast, Twitter Real V Jones, uh, Facebook Liquor Talk, um, Patreon Liquor Talk, um, YouTube, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Liquor Talk. If y'all want the podcast and stuff, um, I'm very approachable. Remember, I might be in Florida, but I'm literally one DM away. <laughs> already already hey man thank you again and once to the audience y'all know where to find them you know if all the information will be in the description of the episode as well but i want to make sure to say thank you again and for my folks y'all know where to find us it's drake you can find us at everything culture that's an a not a I. um anywhere you type in google or any website you go to social media just type in everything culture will pop up uh you see a black man with a beard usually um so we want to say thank y'all for supporting thank y'all for tuning in thank y'all for following thank y'all for subscribing um all this goes a long way and we want to continue to grow with you all and if you have any suggestions or any updates for us you can contact us at 832 800 3176. Once again, our number is 832-800-3176. And DMs, all that stuff work for us as well. I want to say thank you all again. And God bless. Peace.